professionals sharing their knowledge, tips, and answers to common questions. It's Ask the Experts on 95.1 The Peak. Today, our Ask the Experts topic is real estate, and joining us is our real estate expert, Janet Piotrowski. She is broker with REMAX Four Season Realty Limited. Janet, always a pleasure to talk to you. And today, uh, I asked you if we could talk about uh, basically zoning, because I know of so many stories, some of them quite tragic, of people buying a home with this great idea, this great mission to uh, to maybe you know buy a, a fixer upper or or to to buy a home and do a, a business out of the home and or 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 to buy a home and and rent out portions of it or or, or buy a home and use it as an Airbnb. Uh, all of these things can have some challenges if you're not buying with the right permits and and permitted uses and zoning. Well, good morning, John. Yes, you're right. This is a, a great topic for people because there is a lot of misinformation out there and assumptions made and, you know, it can be very costly for people. So, you know, for instance, you talked about renovations. So in the town of Collingwood, for example, there is a heritage district downtown. It's it's located, it's centered mainly around here, Ontario Street, and there is a map on the town website you can check, but there are guidelines in place. Uh, to preserve the historic architecture of these buildings. So if you're planning to do any work on the outside of your home, you have to obtain a heritage permit uh, for anything that's visible from the exterior or any building in the district. So you need so to really you need to know going in that if it's one of these districts, if you're in that district, there's going to be expense for additional permits. There's going to be expense for waiting for these permits to clear. And then you may have to use materials that that aren't the cheapest. That's exactly right. There are specific materials they allow you to use to maintain the integrity of the construction. Um, and it's very important before you do anything to check that out. You know, there's a, a home that's been in the news locally on 4th Street that, uh, you know, the owners did not realize when they purchased the property that it was in the Heritage District. They painted the house and now they're looking at a very hefty bill of thirty dollars to $35,000 wow. to remedy that. So it is definitely something people need to be aware of. I think the town is now making a better point of um, making that information more accessible to people, but something to think about for sure before you start any work if you're in a downtown area like that in Collingwood or anywhere in our region. When you have an agent and you have a lawyer signing off on the deal, is it still buyer beware or, or, or are these professionals supposed to advise you on this kind of stuff? Well, I mean, yes, obviously, it, if you're relying on experts, um, real estate agents, lawyers, yes, they should be assisting you with that information, and that's why it's very important to deal with someone local mm. who understands the, the, the zoning, the bylaws, where the heritage homes are, or can at least point you in the right direction. But yes, at the end of the day, it's the buyer's money, and it is buyer beware. I mean, do your research. There, right. There are... Uh, sites and and uh, places available to get that information. What about uh, someone who wants? You know, this area is becoming well known for being very entrepreneurial friendly. We've won awards. We're written up in magazines everywhere. Uh, so there is an influx of folks going. You know what? I'm I'm going to sell my my big city place and I'm going to set up shop. I'm going to do my business out of my home. That can run into some problems. 
So, yes, many people are not just working from home these days, but they're actually taking it one step further and have their own businesses in their homes. So a home occupation is actually a permitted use in, in a zone where a dwelling unit is a permitted use. So you don't, for instance, in the town of Collingwood, you actually don't need a license to have a uh, home-based business. Now, there are rules around it. You have to abide by the provisions. So uh, it can't, for instance, interfere with your neighbor's enjoyment of the property. So you can't hold late-night hours with bright lights, things like noise, fumes. Um, and then there are other regulations. So the, the business portion of it can only be 25% of the gross floor area, and the owner must reside in the home. You can have maximum one employee who isn't an occupant of the home. So things like that. But there are quite a number of businesses that you can run uh, within your home. There's even signage allowed um, mm-hmm. with, with regulations, of course. So definitely check your municipal uh, town, your town office for that information. And, and I would imagine then that can vary between municipalities. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely check for your own municipality. Uh, what about, you know, the the idea of, hey, you know, to, one way to help me pay off these exorbitant mortgages these days is if I rented out a part of the house. Uh, that's not always a given that you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are safety concerns in that situation. Um so if you're going to do something like that, you do require, if you're going to, say, build a secondary suite, say, in your basement or above a garage, maybe a coach house, um, and, and there are actually incentives in some areas to do that because we do require more rental housing. Um, but you do have to make sure that you, you obtain the proper permits, you meet fire and electrical codes, there are zoning and occupancy and property standards parking, maximum 40% of the gross floor area, uh, things like that. So again, important to check and uh, make sure you do everything legally because there can be insurance repercussions. You know, if you think you can just have a start renting out your basement and, you know, goodness forbid something happens and there's a fire, um, you know, you may not be insured if you didn't do things legally. Finally, I wanted to talk to you about this can sometimes get, I've had this become heated conversations. Uh, are Airbnbs allowed? Because there there are certainly in many communities, there's speculators purchasing, you know, wonderful places, fixing them up, and then, you know, thinking, well, I'm going to make tons of revenue just renting these out. Yeah, that's a very common assumption. I get these calls weekly. So uh, buyers <laughs> new to the area think they can purchase and then, you know, Airbnb a property on the weekends whenever they're not there. And that's simply not the case. Uh, so a short-term rental is anything uh, that's a period of less than 30 consecutive calendar days. So many people don't realize that. For instance, in Collingwood, Wasaga Beach, Clearview Township, there is no allowance for short-term accommodations unless the home is an approved bed and breakfast. So in, wow. in that case... You're living in the home. It's a single detached home, maximum of three guests, and the, the owner has to be there and be providing breakfast. There's rules about parking, et cetera, as well. In the town of the Blue Mountains, it's a little bit different. There are commercial resort units in and around the village, and there are designated SDA. SDA stands for short-term accommodation. Mm-hmm. Uh, SDA zones and a complex licensing program for owners who want to Airbnb their homes on a short-term basis. So if you're located within one of those zones... Uh, where an STA is a permitted use, 
you may apply for an SPA license, but there are no guarantees. And there are very hefty fines for those who violate the rules, thousands of dollars if you try to circumvent the, the rules. How, how are people, because I, I don't want to, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus here, but um, <laughs> there are places that I see that are clearly Airbnb. There are, there are folks that I know who live in communities that have an Airbnb there. How are these mm-hmm. folks getting away with it? Well, it's complaint driven. So you, you may be able to get away with it for a little while, but uh, if one neighbor complains because there's a party, uh, then, you know, you can get into some big trouble. Right. And once you've once it's found out you're doing it, that's when the fines and, and, and punishments can come in. That's right. It could be thousands of dollars. So bottom line is it is buyer beware before you sign on the line. If you have a plan, make sure that your real estate agent knows it. Make sure you have a real estate agent that knows the local territory well enough that that they're going to be aware that that could be a plan that they could conflict with one of these issues. Uh, And, uh, and before you, before you sign on the line, make sure you're clear to go. Couldn't have said it better myself, John. <laughs> well, I'm not the expert, but you are. Janet Vietrowski <laughs> is with Remax for a season, Realty Limited. Janet, thank you so very much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John. Have a great day. Ask the experts every Thursday morning on 95.1 The Peak. To listen to past shows or to send us your questions on a specific topic, visit our website at thepeakfm.com.